It is good to be here with you all and to get to share this time with you. I'm going to pull a bit of an audible on everybody today. So this is not going to be your typical worship service. This is going to be uh, what they used to call like a testimony style service. And uh, the reason for that is because, uh, you know, I can say a lot of words. Uh, and I can take a long time preaching sometimes uh, if I choose to. Um, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> but the truth is God is moving in your life just as he's moving in my life. So as we start this new season in our church, uh, we are Anchor of Hope Church, um, and I am excited for that. And I am excited for all that God has ahead of us. But just as the people that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, the people of Israel, just as they remembered and they looked back on all that God had brought them through to that point and how he had proved his character to them and, and shown his goodness to them, uh, they remembered. And so this morning, I'd like us to remember as well. So to kick things off, I'm going to do two things. One is I'm going to read from Hebrews chapter 6, um, verses 13 through the end of the chapter. And then I'm going to read a psalm. And as I'm reading, I want you to chew on the question, mull it over in your mind. How has God been good to me this week? And maybe you haven't had such a good week. That's okay, we'll get there in a second. Um, because at the very end, we're going to pray for each other. Um, but how has God been good to you this week? What are the things that he has brought up in your life or he's reminded you of? So Hebrews chapter 6, beginning in verse 13. For example, there was God's promise to Abraham. Since there was no one greater to swear by, God took an oath in his own name, saying, I will certainly bless you, and I will multiply your descendants beyond number. Then Abraham waited patiently, and he received what God had promised. Now, when people take an oath, they call on someone greater than themselves to hold them to it. And without any question, that oath is binding. God also bound himself with an oath so that those who received the promise could be perfectly sure that he would never change his mind. Amen? So God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us through the curtain into God's sanctuary. Jesus has already gone in there for us. He has become our eternal high priest in the order of Melchizedek. What I love about this passage in particular is that it reminds us of who God is and what God has done 
for us, specifically in Jesus and how Jesus went to the cross for us. He paid uh, the greatest price with his life to save you and me. He made a way where there was no way for us to have access to the Lord. And so this morning, I'm going to grab a microphone and uh, we're going to have some sharing time. So if you uh, feel bold enough, or even if you don't feel bold enough, I believe God will embolden you. Um, would you, oh, I was going to read a psalm. Never mind. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, please. Here we go. Um, and keep thinking about that. Okay, Psalm 130. This is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum a bit. From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. Hear my cry, O Lord. Pay attention to my prayer. Lord, if you kept a record of our sins, who, O Lord, could ever survive? But you offer forgiveness that we might learn to fear you. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on him. I have put my hope in his word. I long for the Lord more than centuries long for the dawn. Yes, more than centuries long for the dawn. O Israel, hope in the Lord. I would say, O church, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is unfailing love. His redemption overflows. He himself will redeem Israel from every kind of sin. Amen. Okay, now I'm going to grab the microphone. And now we're going to have some sharing time because the beautiful thing about testimonies, more than, more than a sermon, is that we get to hear like on the ground floor of everything that's going on it, that God is doing in your life. Whether, whether that's a good thing or whether that's a hard thing. And so... Do we have any volunteers of who would like to give a testimony? You don't have to come up here. I'll come to you with the microphone. And all right. How has God been good to you this week? Well, not just this week. Uh, my name is Richard. I'm too old to be new, but I'm new here. And uh, I was lost for years through severe depression. I committed, I was going to commit suicide three different times. Pharmaceuticals could not help me. Uh, alcohol could not help me. Living the life in the fast lane with bands and wild women didn't help me. Unconditional love didn't help me. I went to sanctuary where my sister lives, about 200 acres, day after day. Oh, I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, I think the microphone might be. This will be short, but day after yeah. day, I would pray, and finally I fell down my knees and I'm crying, help me out of this black hole, cold depression. And uh, sure enough, I'm in the presence of God, and butterflies were all around me for truth, they really were. And then I was walking, and then my sister said, you're not the same as when you went over to the sanctuary, what happened today? I told her. And then my niece went over there, and sure enough, the butterflies were there. Jesus saved me when I could not save myself. Amen. And psychiatrists could not save me. Nothing saved me, the Lord saved me, and that's why I'm here, thank you. Hallelujah, thank you. All right, who else? Oh, you? Okay. I'm sure that most of you know that my breast cancer has returned, we think. It is not a positive thing yet, um, but the Lord has assured me 
that as he has been with me every time in the past, he will walk beside me. He will not give me more than I can bear with his help. That's why I need your prayer, is that I don't depend on me in the past, but I depend on him. And so that's what I ask as a prayer request, that every day, 24 hours, I will depend on him. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Jody. All right, anybody else? How has God been good to you this week? Yes, sir. The Quail Prayer Project goes on. It is not dead. It will not be dead as long as I'm alive. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I'm going to plan on going to Crow this next week. That is where my dad used to teach child evangelism fellowship. And I want to go there just in honor of that. And my sister teaches Head Start at LCC, main campus in Eugene. I plan on going there this week too. I also have two schools, grandchildren to go to. We'll see what happens. So be in prayer for the Quail Prayer Project. It goes on daily with me. Daily, I have to pray for this. I don't know why the God put this on my heart, but he did. When you retired, do something, folks. You worked for the man for a while. Do it now for God. Thank okay. you. All right. And for those of us who don't know, uh, um, Stephen had spearheaded a, a prayer initiative to pray for our schools and specifically, you know, to lift our children up in prayer because they're facing a whole lot nowadays and especially in this season. So thank you, Stephen, for your faithfulness in that. All right. Anybody else? How has God been good to you this week? Well, what's that? I didn't want to. No, no, you're good. Uh, you know, one of my favorite verses is uh, Philippians 1 6, you know, because the work that, that God has started in your life as you would go back when He first met you on that broad road over here, that it's Him that is faithful to complete that work in you as you continue down that road with him. No matter, it has nothing to do with us. And what's the amazing thing is, is that God puts us in neighborhoods and, and that neighborhood can look like anything, you, wherever you're at in your life and season in your life. But you know, there's a neighbor, Vicki, that lives right across the street. And there's a, a guy, uh, uh, Mike, that lives right down, we share a driveway. And then we just got to really get to meet, finally, for the first time after five years, to meet Eddie across, just right next to us over here. And we just had a great time to be able to share with the Lord, uh, you know, to this man. And that was because of God, not because of me or anything of me. So, you know, God tells us to love him. And the second is the same, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Just two commandments. By his work in us, we're able to love our neighbors only by his work only. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, you can clap for that. That's okay. All right. Anybody else? How has God been good to you this week? Well, not this week, but my whole life. Okay. Not, not my whole life. My whole life as a Christian. Uh, quote some words to you that you know. 
On Christ the solid rock I stand. stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Funny, because we live on sand here, right? <laughs> I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly, completely, absolutely, in, irrevocably, inevitably, and eternally, I stand on his name. Amen. Amen. All right, anybody else? Okay. So I'm going to share just a little something that happened this week. Um, I had the privilege of um, yesterday, the group of churches that we belong to, uh, we got together um, at one of my old churches, uh, the church I got to intern at. Um, we were, uh, it's not because it was my old church, but it was because uh, that's kind of a halfway point between all the folks north of Vancouver and all the folks south of Vancouver. So we met in Vancouver. And every time I get to go back there, it's a reminder to me of God's faithfulness. Um, I was, uh, you know, God had brought me to that place. And um, in a lot of ways, I didn't know which way was up or down uh, in ministry. I had been doing music for years, and God was doing amazing things there, but God had stirred something else in my heart. And um, there are just certain reminders as I walked throughout that building. I was a, I took care of the youth there uh, as well as the music. And um, just yesterday, there was one of my students who, um, man, like he's a, um, a Pacific Islander, and uh, his, I mean, I think he was like seventh grade when I first met him. So I got him early. <laughs> um, and he was such a goofy kid. But the amazing thing is he's actually leading worship now there. And I mean, and that's not a credit to me because, I mean, he could sing back then, but he, he was a little shy as well. And so, um, but just to see... God's hand in his life, to get to see how God is just moving people that I've had the privilege of just being able to have a touch on their life and have a connection with, and then to get to see the progress that's come along. And it's such a beautiful thing to get to see in, in remembrance where God has brought us from. And so another thing, uh, the miracle of technology um, so if you have Facebook, you can relate to this. Uh, they remind you every year of things that happen on a certain year. Um, and it is six years ago uh, since I uh, left my church in Albany. Um, and for some of you who know my story, that's a big deal, where uh, that season had ended uh, and God was taking us to a different place. Um, and so it's kind of neat to be reminded of that because today is a day of new beginnings. And uh, both for our church as well as for me in a lot of ways because God, I know God brought me here. Um, and that's an exciting thought. So with that being said, you have stuff going on in your lives. So for some of you who didn't share, Maybe it's because you're shy, and that's okay. Um, 
but also it could be that you're kind of going through it right now where there's something that's going on. I, I really appreciate Jody. Um, I don't know many people with the same gift of faith that she has in her life um, to, to be so, ah, oh, man, just, yeah, to have that faith in God despite what some tests are showing uh, for her body. And so anyway, regardless, there's stuff going on in your life. And we could spend a bunch of time and, you know, uh, go around as a big group to share, uh, but that's not very time effective because there is still potluck later. Um, and so uh, you are perfectly capable of praying. And so I just encourage you, let's, let's uh, split off into groups of two, three, or four, somewhere in that range. I know we're all kind of spread out a little bit, um, but let's, let's get together in groups, share a little bit, and then you pray for each other. And then at the very end, um, I'll close this out in prayer, and then we'll, we'll uh, proceed with our day. Sound good? Okay. All right. Go. <laughs>